I'm Emma Curtin, host of a new true crime podcast called Murder Archives. It's set in Turak in 1929 about the murder of Norma Rees McLeod. Search for Murder Archives where you're listening right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your parents, that's the thing. Our parents are quiet old these days and we're lucky to have parents still alive. My parents still live in the same house. That I saw you grew it, up in. Yeah, I saw it one of my brother's Aww. friends, my, my older brother Trez, mate, who played drums in a band in the 70s with him called Chief. And he goes, I don't want to be rude. I mean, I hadn't seen this guy for 30 years. He goes, but are you, your parents still alive? I went, mate, not only are they alive, they're living in the same house. He's like, oh, my God, we used to practice our band in that house. And your mum would bring out Dim Sims. She cooked in a deep fryer. <laughs> good memories, good well, memories. There's the, the bio. You know, the yeah. pick of David and Ellie's the first scene. <laughs> I went down my old street... Um, and I often do. Yeah. And, you know, look at the spot where I broke my nose and I crashed yeah. the car and all that sort of stuff. Julian is the mirror goes with you? Or <laughs> does that show? Anyway. And the, the woman who owned the place walked out. And oh, I, wow. your, and your I, family house. Yeah. And I went, I used to live here. She didn't. She went, all right, and walked off. Oh, what? I'm hoping, I'm, I'm, I was hoping, you know. Yeah, she'd let you in. Have a little bit of a tour around. Hey, have they renovated or? Well, yeah, I guess. But, but yes, but no. Looks the same? Kind of. They're, they're, I used to live in Strathmore, yeah. on a hill in Strathmore that overlooked the Tullamarine Freeway. Yeah, and, beautiful. Uh, and uh, they'd put a car park at the front, but besides that, I don't know. I'd love, I think it would be incredible to go inside, but anyway. Remember, it was a program, it was a program, wasn't there? Up your old street, what was it called? With, yeah. Julian was. Oh, Julie, Return Home, um, Home Delivery. Home Delivery. Home Delivery, when you go home to your street, <laughs> if you go home to your house. But and, a lot of them were very similar. A lot of them, you'd go back to your house, you'd go to your school, you tell a story about getting hurt, and then, yeah, that was it kind of thing. Um, rode my bike up here, yeah. ate my lunch over there, yeah. and um, okay. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't have that many stories, so I, I knocked Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. I didn't get asked to do it. <laughs> I'm waiting. After this, I won't get asked to do it, but that's all right. I don't, I don't want to do it. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do any TV. Yeah, if any, any TV producers are listening. In fact, my coming appearances, scrap them. Get rid of them. Because you already started off with a really good story. The Dim Sim story would have... You know, <sighs> we could have had that story. You go to my house and mum and dad are going, what are you bloody doing? Who's this with the camera? That woman from Rock Quiz, what's she doing here? Hello and welcome to Somehow Related and Now Please. Welcome your hosts, Glenn Robbins and Dave O'Neill. Oh, well, hello and... Welcome to Somehow Relate, even though Sam says that anyway. Thanks, Sam. No need to repeat. Anyway, well, let's. Uh, what are our topics today, Sam? Can we have some topics going? Your subjects today that are somehow related. Napoleon and kangaroos. Oh, kangaroos, kangaroos and Napoleon. I don't believe Napoleon. I reckon, I reckon yeah, what, what are you? Ever came to Australia, did he? <laughs> he did a pub tour back in the... Uh, yeah, well... In the early 70s, he, I think. Didn't he conquer a lot of places, Napoleon? I must have big Napoleon history. I love history, but I'm Did not so big. Did he conquer or was he, wasn't he a military leader? Yeah, French. 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 We know so that he much. wasn't an explorer. So you mean he no. invaded countries? Invaded, like, yeah, like a yeah, Hitler sort of thing, but back in the day, Napoleon. And him, when he had his... Because back then, they didn't have cameras. They did the drawings. No, no, drawings. And, and everyone did the... The hand in the in suit. The, yeah, the suit the, thing, yeah. In the hand in the suit. I got my photograph taken for TV Week once. And did you do that? Well, I... <laughs> I'm glad so. I actually pointed it out. I sat back on my couch and I didn't know what to do with my hands. 
Because you know how sometimes you don't know what to do yeah. for a photograph. And I'm doing it now. I did this. Oh, it's like your hand on your pants. Homer Simpson, that's my Homer Simpson. You're putting your hand down your pants so you could touch a crotch. Well, but I, I didn't, obviously, you have yeah. TV week, you know. <laughs> Look at me. I'm having a bit of a fiddle. Uh, bit so, of pocket billiards, as we used to say no, in high school. It was only sort of like, you know, half half in. Yeah. But then I looked at it, Tom Gleiser pointed it out on the panel. Didn't look appropriate. Oh, I love I love it when you you don't realise. I remember when, um, again, I don't want to bring up Husey again, but he did what's in my house and he was sitting on his bed and next to his bed was a big box of black and gold tissues. Like, <laughs> And he said, yeah, my brother said that too. I'm like, mate, you should have moved <laughs> the big box of black and gold. Because we know what it's suggesting, and I think he was single at that stage. So anyway, okay, so Napoleon, and um, he wasn't that short apparently. You know how people always say he was a short man? He wasn't that short. He was like five foot something, five foot eight maybe, five foot six. Didn't he once say, never interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake or something like that? Oh, well, he let, so let them make the mistake. If they're making a mistake, don't interrupt, which is a good policy on life really, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's, like, it's a bit like saying give someone enough rope or just... Yeah, let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Let's put Napoleon to the side for a second. Kangaroos. Okay, so we've got, we, we, okay. When was Napoleon? 1700s? 16, 1700s, I believe. I don't know. Kangaroos. Kangaroos, well, they were around then. So you're saying, yes. Well, no, what I think, this is my theory. Uh, I, I know that the uh, when the Romans invaded England, they used elephants in the invasion because English people had never seen elephants and they, it freaked them out. Uh, when, so, so when Caesar invaded England, he got a couple of elephants and they ran off the ships and people just thought they were monsters and just you well, know, dragons and stuff. Really smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, apparently, this this is a myth. I think he got people with French horns to make the sound of elephants. So it was, they p- there were hundreds of them, right? And so I reckon I'm thinking Napoleon may have used kangaroos in warfare. But how do we who got them? Ooh. yeah. How did he? How did he get them? He might not have got them though. Or maybe he just liked them. Maybe just like kangaroos. But you'd have to say if they're related, that he's somehow come in contact with kangaroos. Yeah. Have you come in contact with a kangaroo before? I have. I hit when you and I were touring. Yes, I know. Where were we again? Catherine, which is in the middle of outback Australia. Here's a tip: if you hire a car in the Northern Territory, mm. don't drive outside city limits uh, after dusk because you're not covered. Yeah, because I, I we did the gig in Catherine, and I went to drive back to the resort. Yeah, because you were staying in Catherine, but I paid for my my own. You paid for your own accommodation. Yeah. I was staying in a very dodgy motel, and I had to drive back to the resort. And I was. But you and your partner there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was told that if you hit something, don't stop because apparently what the locals do is sometimes they throw things in front of your car, throw a kangaroo in front of your car, and then when you get out to have a look, they steal your car. What is this? Africa or somewhere. Well, look, I'm like, <laughs> uh, urban myth may be. Yeah. But I saw one jump out and it went boom. And I thought, oh, well, there goes my, what do you call it? Insurance. Like, yep. And uh, drove back and he was a beautiful, I, I thought it had just gone underneath. It was jammed up into the grill and his little face was poking out just underneath the headlights <laughs> oh, with his no. beautiful long eyelashes. And. Dead? Yeah. 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 And. Uh, and then got back anyway. Cut a long story short. So what you drove back with it stuck under there? Well, I wasn't going to get out of the car, and then I tried to pull it out, and then I went, uh, can I, I went into the into the into the hotel resort, and said to the chef, 
you're good with that animals. You want to pull a kangaroo out of my out of my grill? And he came in. He just got, he put his foot up, went bang, and pulled it out. Put it over in the garden. And I thought, oh, we're right now. But came back the next day. There's oil on the ground. So I had a car in the middle of nowhere, and then we couldn't get back to Darwin. Oh my god! So I had to go and hire another car, and found out it wasn't insured. Cost me oh, cost me two and a half, three grand, isn't it? Your yeah. profit from that Catherine gig gone. That, that was in a basketball court. Yeah, no, it was in a roller skating rink. A roller skating rink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of we didn't know what it was when we walked in. We thought it was a YMCA hall, and it's like oh, in yeah. it's in circles with plastic bad. chairs. It no, bad, it wasn't yeah. bad, but the Darwin one we did was great. Remember that was out in a like a it was like a big warehouse, yeah. a Chinese club. It was Chinese, a Chinese yeah, club. It was good. East Timor, anyway, some club. Anyway, I fed a kangaroo. Yeah, a kangaroo. Now, the thing that comes to mind with me with kangaroos is the first time I saw it. And I, is this real? When the in those. Souvenir shops in the city, whether they have the testicles that are... Um, yeah, the handbags or whatever. I don't know if that's real. I suppose that's real. It wouldn't be real. It's surely. a byproduct of the uh, killing of the kangaroo because they Is are it? a pest in some parts of Australia. Because there'd be a lot of kangaroos out there with high voices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be. It wouldn't, be <laughs> Singing opera, falsetto. Because it wouldn't be. You know, so oh, um, I'm wondering about... But have you got a theory yet? Yeah, my theory is that Napoleon got kangaroos and used them in warfare. Oh, so that's, so, that's what I, you're going to go with? I reckon he had him in cages on but the back Sam of wa- wagons. Sam hasn't said anything yet. Okay, Sam, what do you think? You are getting colder. So colder. I'm colder. So it wasn't warfare. So I'm thinking it's got. I'm going to say that some. I'm going to say that he, and I'll say this. And if we get a colder, we'll have to keep on going. Mm. That he was the first person. He invented the wallet. The the, the small did they have loose change in the 1700s you are getting colder <laughs> you're way off man you're way off maybe maybe, maybe used, simpler than that maybe you use them for meat because you can eat kangaroo maybe it was a meat thing yeah uh, 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 was he a bo- did he collect you were getting warmer ah oh, you know when, like, like like banks when he came to yeah to, to Australia he was getting you know live specimens yeah well he was getting fauna and Flora. Fauna, fauna and flora. What's the difference? Which is which? Fauna's, fauna's plants. And fauna's animals. Yes. And flora flora's plants. plants. But he was a botanist, wasn't he? Yeah. I'm wondering when he was travelling, he maybe ate it. Yeah. But he, but he didn't, I don't remember him coming to Australia. Yeah, that is confusing. Look, I'm just going to say he liked kangaroos and he had a petting zoo. So he probably had kids. He probably had kids, okay. and 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 he had like sheep, and so after he stopped being a general, he set up a Napoleon's petting zoo, and he would go around to primary schools and fairs. <laughs> Not only do you see an amazing general, you get to bloody oh, pat a kangaroo, and a, what, when his hand was in there, he was pulling out a bit of food to feed the, bit of food to the kangaroo, a meaty bite. Ah, um, that's my theory. theory. He he owned, he owned a petting zoo with kangaroos in it. He owned a zoo with kangaroos in it. I'm going. That's what I'm going for. What are you saying? Owned a zoo that had kangaroos with kangaroos in it. In it. Okay, I'm going to say that he was the first person to eat one. Oh, so he had him for he had him for food. Had him for food. Okay, let's go to Sam. French expeditions to Australia at the start of the 1800s returned to Paris with a great number of collected wildlife. Josephine Bonaparte, Napoleon's wife, saw a chance to have the most exotic collection of fauna in Europe. The hall of animals was unloaded at her luxurious estate just outside Paris. Kangaroos, emus, cockatoos, and black swans room the gardens with other collected species from far-off continents. Wow! So well done. You've got that right. I got it right. 
Yeah, he, he was interesting. He's, he, but it was he his could, wife. I guess I didn't even know Napoleon was married. I think he had a few a few wives. Yeah, he collected wives as well as, well as kangaroos. <laughs> in his menagerie. <laughs> well done. Ah, oh, thanks. That's, that's your. You've gone to. I think I was. I was leading there for a little while. I've, yeah. got, I've got two. I think you've gone to. That's your first one. It's my first win. Wow. So excited. So, how are you, Napoleon? Imagine if you saw Napoleon. How you doing, mate? Uh, it's pretty good, but uh, the kangaroos have been problems. I don't know what to feed them. They've been eating all the, the grass and the leaves. That's a bloody thing. Bloody wife. Now she wants a koala. Jesus Christ. I know. What accent is that, Napoleon? It's transatlantic. I travel a lot. You don't realize. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu, you fool. Shoot that man. <laughs> Napoleon. Anyway, thanks for listening. Is that it? You have been listening to Somehow Related with Glenn Robbins and Dave O'Neill, produced by Courtney Carthy for the Neely Podcast Network. You can find out more information by following the links in our show notes. Make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, leave a review, five stars only. Well, that's, yeah. Do you tell them to... Well, if you're talking about podcasts, tell me you listen to a great podcast. I listen to podcasts and I don't know how to press the... how to even do that. So if you're my age... Just listen. Don't worry about the five stars. Yeah, but yeah, if you can get your, your, your younger your gen, yeah, friend, gen, gen millennials and Gen Ys, yeah, get on off, there. Bang off a five. Do it. You would think that would have a better rating system in, in yeah. 2018 than going back to the old star system. You'd think we sure we would have something better than that. No, everything old is new again. Mm.